I'm John Moe. This week on Wits, we're in Hollywood. I get to know actors Zach Galifianakis and Ed Helms, and they get to know me. He's the host of a radio show on public radio. <laughs> Fantastic. None of those words make any sense. Anna Kendrick joins us. She's a highly respected Oscar-nominated actress. She also recorded a hit song where she plays a plastic cup as a musical instrument. So guess what kids know her for? Do you even know who this is? This lady's famous. And she's famous for one thing only. <laughs> Plus music from Sarah Watkins and Dan Wilson. and it's coming right up. Hey, it's John Moe. This week on Wits from APM, American Public Media, we're delighted to bring you another show recorded live in front of an audience in Hollywood. Okay, sure, it's Los Angeles, but it is just so much more fun to say Hollywood. It's one of those words that always has an implicit exclamation point at the end of it. Hollywood. We had an opportunity to travel with our show, explore the Wild West, meet some West Coast Wits listeners, have a lot of fun. The shows were presented by our good pals at KPCC, the great public radio station in Los Angeles. We performed at Largo at the Coronet, beautiful old theater. Woody Guthrie used to play there. In more contemporary times, it's been the birthplace of Jack Black's band, Tenacious D. It's a favorite venue of folks like Louis C.K. and Sarah Silverman, Fiona Apple wrote a song about this theater where we played, and we were delighted to line up some pretty big names to come on down to the club and have fun with us for these shows, as you will soon hear. So, enjoy the program, and let's get started. We got a great show. Our music director, John Munson, is here, sitting in with the band, Brad Gordon. Music guests, Sarah Watkins and Dan Wilson. Actor and musician Ed Helms is here. Please welcome actress Anna Kendrick and comedian Zach Galifianakis. Hey guys, I'm back. Uh, I got some bread and veggies. Uh, the market was packed today. What else did I get here? Let's see. Um, slop. I got a lot of slop. Of course, we all love slop, so. Ooh. Hey, first little piggy. Um, I didn't hear you come in. I was I was just relaxing here, home all day, watching uh, Netflix. Home? You you stayed home? Oh yeah, Netflix. You know, streaming at home. I, I want to make sure that Fourth knows we've got groceries. Hey, Fourth. Fourth. Fourth little piggy. It's first and second little piggy. First went to the market. He bought a bunch of food. Oh hi, yeah 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 hi. Uh, none for me. I want none. I will have none. Still? Are you making a like a, a, a protest of some kind? Is this a well, hunger strike? Or? Yeah, it started out that way. Uh, wanted to protest our whole role as pigs in the whole farm concept. You know, <laughs> we, we we don't get milked. We're not here for our wool. It's uh, messed up, man. I mean, if if I ate something, even the groceries you got at 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 market, first little piggy, that's a tacit endorsement of the status quo. You know, it does seem cruel to slaughter and eat us, especially in light of us walking erect and speaking in English and 
being capable of grocery shopping. Ooh, you got Greek yogurt. Yeah. Oh, good. Fifth little piggy's coming home. Hey guys. Oh. Ooh, groceries. You got groceries. Did you get power bars? I did, but uh, fourth here is still having none. Oh. Fourth. You have to eat. It's a protest. No, no. I said it was a protest, but now I can't eat because I I saw something that can't be unseen. Oh, God. Fourth, sit down. Sit down. What's wrong? It's third. Third little piggy. She, she did something that was bad, man. It was whoa, bad. Whoa, 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 whoa. What are, you, what, are you, what are you talking about? Where is third? Isn't she hanging around with her friends, the cows, like she always does? Or Third... Third was joining me in my hunger strike, but she got too hungry. Something snapped, and the cows were right there. Oh my God, here she comes. Ah! I have done something. I have done something with the cows. I have done something. I'll go check on the cows. Third little piggy, why are you all red? Were you, were you painting something? I yet? have done something. There was a cow. And there's that big fire pit outside, and I was hungry, and I had to eat something! Kevin's missing. Kevin, the, the cow, Kevin. Third little piggy. Did you have roast beef? Did you eat Kevin? He was so good. He tasted so good, you guys. Oh, my God. Things can never be the same. Third, what are we going to do? You must... We must accept our fate. This is a barnyard. We are all food. We're not pigs, cows, and sheep. We are pork, beef, and mutton. Well, chicken is called the same on both sides. I noticed that at the market. I go to the market. <laughs> I'll never eat again. I'll always have none. No, fourth little piggy, this is reality. Meat tastes so good. I totally get their point now. The people who eat us, all of us in this barnyard, are made of meat, and we taste delicious, and we are good for us. Even the farmer? He might taste best of all. <laughs> so what do we... Are you saying that, uh... It's... It's like a new market to go to. Are you all ready? Let's do this. We... 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 Ed Helms as first little piggy, Sarah Watkins as second, Anna Kendrick as third, me as... Fifth, Zach Galifianakis as fourth. I could talk to any of our guests for hours. We don't have hours, so instead we're going to boil down entire interviews to one big question. There may be follow-ups, but we lead with one big question. Ed Helms is an actor known for his work on The Office and The Hangover series and a film called Cedar Rapids that you guys really need to go see. He's a musician, too, playing with the Lonesome Trio. Ed Helms, welcome to Wits. Thank you. Thank you very much. Delighted to be here. Ed Helms, uh, your one big question is, uh, I understand that you sort of began in show business doing voiceover work, and uh, how did that sort of set off a, a chain of events that led you to where you are? Uh, well, I had a weird kind of backdoor way in. I, I worked at a post-production company that worked on TV commercials, and I, I inserted my voice <laughs> onto commercials we were working on, just as like a kind of scratch practice, yeah. Of, yeah, scratch tracks exactly. Like yeah. the editors would need a voice to work with, so they would use my my voice. 
And once or twice, uh, after a while, a client would be like, you know what? Let's just use that guy. Who's that guy? Who is that guy? And I'm sitting right behind them. Like, so, so you started as the guy who was good enough. Yeah. Yeah. I was good enough. I could get the job done. But I will say, like, that was kind of on-the-job training. Like, I got really good at it by doing that. And then, uh, and, and then yeah, I, just, I was able to quit that job and start doing voiceovers full-time, which, as sexy as it sounds, <laughs> what that means is you're auditioning all day, every day, for months at a time before you book a single voiceover. Yeah, so but that one voiceover might pay for, you know, a few more months of pizza and beer. <laughs> so how many would you go on for every one that you booked? I think that a good average was like 40 to 1. Wow. Yeah. So what are some that, uh, that you booked that, like, can you give us a demo of Ed Helms, the voiceover announcer? Aquas. Liquid Crystal Television from Sharp. Wow. <laughs> That is pretty good. It's that easy, folks. It's that easy. <laughs> and so I have so, a master's in that. <laughs> so doing that all day let you go out to the comedy clubs at night, and that's what... Yes, I was able... Usually the auditions wouldn't start till 10.30, 11 o'clock in the morning. So I could be out till, till 2 o'clock in the morning in these divey comedy clubs and uh, making an even bigger ass of myself. <laughs> well, we're glad you did. Ed Helms, everybody. Our musical guests this week are two dear friends of the show. She's performed as a solo act, appeared on A Prairie Home Companion multiple times. She co-hosts the Watkins Family Hour here at Largo. Sarah Watkins is with us. And playing with Sarah tonight, a musician who's performed solo and is part of groups like Semisonic and Trip Shakespeare. He's also a Grammy Award-winning songwriter, Dan Wilson. This is called Disappearing. I had a dream about you Real as my own hand We were side by side While the boats rolled by By the bright summer sand I had to cry when I woke up For life is truly cruel And cruelest to those who love and who can't stay true Some nights I feel like I'm watching your red taillights Disappearing Some nights I feel like I'm watching your red taillights Disappearing the future out so far like a county fair balloon red and rising in a blue blue sky until there's only blue you might be a fool for your love, for your love. she may rule your every move but if you let her slip away from you you might be nothing but a fool
watching your red taillights disappearing. Ooh, 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 disappearing you. Ooh, Dan Wilson, Sarah Watkins with John Munson and Brad Gordon. All right, Dan Wilson, time for your one big question. Okay. All right. Now, besides uh, your own music, which you uh, were kind enough to play for us just now, you've worked with a lot of other artists in a songwriting and producing capacity. Yep. Uh, Adele, John Legend, Pink. Uh, you were up for a Grammy in 2014 for Taylor Swift's album Red. So you've, you covered both Pink and Red, which is good to know. <laughs> um, so the one big question for you, what does it take to make songs fit right for other people? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think it works the other direction in a way. If I'm collaborating with somebody, part of me is just, first of all, loving their voice and just loving the way they sound. And then part of me is going, what would I want to hear that voice say to me? And I just try to channel that. What's the give and take? What's the back and forth between you bringing that idea to them and then polishing it up together? It, it, it usually seems to happen from like a conversation, like uh, we'll have our ideas, we'll have our precious kind of hooks that we want to show each other. And then in between that, there's always going to be some conversation which is almost like, the thing that the artist doesn't know is an awesome subject for a song. But me, as a fan, I, can, I just go, oh man, that's what we gotta write about, that, that story you just told me. Now you co-wrote uh, Someone Like You with Adele, yeah. which is a song that, I remember the first time I heard that on the radio, I just I had to pull over like, oh my God. <laughs> it's like we were all weeping together. Yeah. So did you, was that an example of you kind of pulling that experience out of her, out of conversations with her? Well, she had, she, that was a really specific thing that she was thinking about. It was like the, we spent 45 minutes listening to Wanda Jackson records that she was into, which was interesting. And then she basically told me this story that turned into the song. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was very obvious what we were going to do. Well, we're glad you did. We're glad that you're singing your own songs and helping other people sing theirs. Dan Wilson, everybody. been to a casino and thought, oh no, what are all these people doing here? I wish I could be in a quiet basement where it feels more safe. Or have you ever gone to a casino and found the games too confusing and full of rules? Hi, I'm Beckany Gargle. And I'm your brother, Jimothy Gargle. Here at Gargle Family Casino, we play games that are simpler and don't have a lot of dumb rules. And all in our own basement. Games that are fun and important, like, will this cat love me? And stick your hand in this bagarino. And who wants to play confusing old poker when you could play Sharp Thing Avalanche or... 
wheel of shoving. And that old classic contest of skill and luck, is it blood or what? Is, is it blood or what? Yes, it is blood. We have a winner. Yay! Relax in our world-class small spa wherein our cousin ferret rubs your feet in the bathroom. He's a person, not an actual ferret, stupid. I've never been to jail. Yeah, he's never been to jail much or dine at our 24-hour all-meat patio buffet, also manned by our cousin Ferret. I do the feet, but also the meat. He washes his hands. For kids, we've got a collection of exotic flightless birds from around the world that we let run around all over the floors. Catch and pet one if you can. Better to have birds than too many people. And we've got funny man Ed Helms performing nightly in our washing machine room. Yeah, it's awesome. I get paid in foot massages. Thanks, Ferret. So come on down to the Gargle Family Casino located in our basement. Our elderly parents live upstairs, so keep it down. And by the way, I'm Ed Helms. Gargle Family Casino, come do a thing with us. Anna Kendrick as Beckany, Zach Galifianakis as Ferret, Ed Helms as Ed Helms, me as Jimothy. Coming up, a very Galifianakis tour of Los Angeles, and Joni Mitchell gets a job offer. This is Wits. I'm John Moe. This is Wits. I'm John Moe, here with musicians Sarah Watkins and Dan Wilson, and comedians and actors Ed Helms, Anna Kendrick, and Zach Galifianakis. Well, in addition to being uh, an actor that you might know from lots of different things, Ed Helms is also a musician, and here with a little bit of music, accompanied by some of the other musicians on the stage, is Mr. Ed Helms. Thank you very much, John Moe. Welcome, Ed Helms. Sounds pretty good. <laughs> A candle glows just like it knows. I need a little bit of light right now. And as it burns, I see the flame. It looks alive. I wish I felt the same. A whiskey drink to wash it down. Another swig 
Sarah Watkins, Dan Wilson, Brad Gordon, and John Munson. Again, everybody, I just want to thank you for welcoming us to L.A. I only wish that I had more time to, uh, to see your beautiful city. It's just been, been really great. I wish I could uh, look around a little bit more. Well, how about now? Quick tour? Oh. Really? Well, Zach, we're in the middle of a show. People can wait. They can wait. Bring some microphones and the audience can listen in. I got a, a tandem bike here. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Hop right on. Okay. I'll drive you around and educate you about some of the things you can't find back in Missouri. Uh, I'm from Minnesota. Okay. But you still can't find these things in Missouri. <laughs> I was right, so let's move on. <clears throat> Onward into the belly of Wondermitland, the city of big hands, the taffy capital of the Old South, the Southland. Those are some of the fun nicknames we have for this city. The locals call Los A. Hmm, I, I don't think I've ever heard that one. Don't question me, son. 
Ever. You understand? Ever. You got that flyover? Yeah, I got it. Okay, now if you look straight ahead, you'll see the Hollywood sign. The giant letters were created for film producer Eugene Levenbottoms, who had a view of this hill from his office. The creation of the sign stopped him from having to demand of his secretary every five minutes, where am I? Oh, that's fascinating. Aren't I? And then, as you look to your right, you'll see we're coming up on Amy Mann's Chinese Theater. That's... That's where the, the hand and footprints are, right? For all the old stars? Whenever a star had displeased theater owner Sid Grauman, he would lure them into this courtyard and imprison their hands and feet into concrete. Then they would die there. <laughs> oh. Well, I, I always thought it was kind of a, like a cute thing to commemorate their stardom. Oh, did you do what you thought? You idiot. Wow. I hope you always stay as sweet and innocent as the Missouri snow. Now, over there you'll see the Chateau Marmont, watering hole of the rich and famous. If you want to get discovered, that's the place. Zach! Zach, stop that bike. It's me, Busby. John Busby Barlby. Big hotshot Hollywood producer, huh? Zach, there's a face on the back seat I normally don't see in Hollywood. Who might this be? Busby, this is my very good friend, John Moe. He's the host of a radio show on public radio. <laughs> Fantastic. None of those words make any sense. But what does make sense is his face, that magnificent face. I want to put that face you've got on your face in the movies. Here's a three-picture deal. We start shooting right now. Here comes your leading lady, Vanna Von Pookie. Get off the bike. You're leaving your family for me. What? But I love my wife and kids. They will never bother you again. You have a new family, America, and they depend on you even more. Oh, good. Here come our cocaine sandwiches. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I don't think I should really... Oh, 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 God. Oh, this is really good. Isn't it? Yes, 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 yes. yes. The sandwich. The sandwich is so much better than my, my family back in wherever I'm from. Let's go to our mansion. Oh, I have a mansion? Of course I do. Here's your swimming pool filled with diamonds, Vicodin, and grizzly bears. It's beautiful. Uh-oh, John, the box office returns from your first film aren't great. I'm leaving you. No. And the police are here to arrest you for bear possession. No, no, you can't do that. Those bears, those bears aren't mine. You can't do that. John, get a hold of yourself. What's wrong with you? Zach, don't talk to me like that. You don't understand the pressure. Oh, I don't, do I? I don't understand the pressure. I was in the Hangover franchise. I eat pressure for breakfast, son. I need more of those sandwiches. Sandwiches. Look at you now, John. When we started this tour, you were a nice public radio host from Montana. <laughs> and now you're a drug-addicted divorcee whose hands and feet are trapped in concrete for all eternity. Zach got to help me. I wish I could, John, but I'm afraid I have to go and pick up Nina Totenberg at the airport. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Oh, don't you dare. Zach, Zach, come back here, please, Zach. John, relax. I was just teasing. We're back at Largo. Everything's fine, and tomorrow I will pretend I don't even know you. It's the Hollywood way. Thanks. Ed Helms as Busby, Anna Kendrick as Vanna. She's a star of movies like Pitch Perfect, Up in the Air, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. She's an Oscar and Tony nominee. 
She had one of the most popular songs in the country. Pretty sure she's also an astronaut and can fly. Anna Kendrick, welcome to WITS. Thank you. All right, this song that you <clears throat> recorded uh, went high up on the charts, Indeed. and it involves a cup. You accompany yourself on the cup as you sing it. You did it in the movie Pitch Perfect. I have an 11-year-old daughter who is obsessed with this cups thing. All of her what? friends are 11 year old girls like the song. I know, can you believe it? What's your relationship with cups these days? What impact has that song had on your life? Um, there's a very specific intake of breath when I meet um, anyone, basically, that has any relation of any kind, because it's that I have a niece or a daughter <laughs> or whatever, and I end up kind of apologizing because they won't stop making that damn racket. <laughs> and yeah, um, but uh, do they hand you cups and say, "Do the cup thing"? No, it's less that. Um, but lots of people have a story about doing the song for their talent show, or it's, it's like lots of cute girls. What's weird is I've had more than one adult male send me a photo um, on Twitter of. Um, a broken glass cup and a bloody hand, which I hope is like a stupid joke and that no one is that stupid to actually, to actually attempt to, you know, per, you know, accompany themselves on a glass cup. Um, but uh, also I went to a um, Christmas party this year. A friend of mine and her daughter said, come in, I want to show you a thing. And I was like, I wonder what this is going to be. And... Um, <laughs> So she did the cup song, it was very sweet. And then um, her younger sister was hanging out with me and she came over and went, Susanna, do you even know who this is? This lady's famous and she's famous for one thing only. <laughs> <laughs> so the Lord saw fit to teach me humility. <laughs> has, has there been, since the song did so well, has there been pressure to do a follow-up, maybe with two cups or a <laughs> cereal bowl or something? Um, no, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. What could you play? Maybe, maybe I've got... Can you play other... I'm going to ask Ed the musicians. Helms, can you play other... Uh, you other help? than Spoons. Spoons, spoons All right, sure. Spoons. Uh, you could play... I could, I could see how you could smash uh, china plates rhythmically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Zach Galifianakis, you're, you're a piano player. You're a musician. What do you, what do you think she could do for a follow-up? I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention to you. <laughs> for about 35 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe ask somebody else. I, I think we have our answer. Anna Kendrick, everybody. Gargle Family Casino, come do a thing with us. Hello again, it's Beckany and Jimothy Gargle from the Gargle Family Casino. We've been hearing some chatter that our casino isn't a licensed facility and that using human blood in our games is ethically wrong and a felony. That's all true. We've also heard that the exotic birds that are on the loose on the floors are just rats with feathers taped to them. Come on! Yes, that's also true. That was Ferret's idea. I've always wanted to be a science doctor. Our casino has been shut down by branches of law enforcement, but we're now fugitives and we won't stop. Because where else are you going to play gambling games like Garbage Can of Disaster and How Long Before You Throw Up and Diet How Long Before You Throw Up? And where else can you meet Funny Man Ed Helms in a small setting? I think I've been drugs. <laughs> but you guys... 
These foot rubs that Farron gives. So until we can get back into the house, we're either out in the backyard or if the police come way out in the woods, you'll find us, hopefully not more than a few of you. Our commitment to you is stronger than the many felonies we have accidentally committed. So if nothing else, we'll have the casino on the top of the police station because think about it, they'll never look there. Gargle Family Casino, come do a thing with us. Anna Kendrick as Beckany, Zach Galifianakis as Ferret, Ed Helms as Ed Helms, me as Jimothy. Here with more music, Dan Wilson and Sarah Watkins. My friend is worn and torn. He is badly wounded. I don't know what he really needs. But bring hope to his heart, relief to his mind. Bring hope to his heart, relief to his mind. He lives for love.
Sarah Watkins with Dan Wilson, John Munson, Brad Gordon. Sarah Watkins, we're here at Largo in Los Angeles, and it's a, a venue, a place where you play so much. It's almost your living room, I think. What's your favorite memory of performing at Largo? One of the best things about this place is the community of, of um, musicians and comedians. They often find themselves somehow collaborating, like today, you know, and, and uh, musically, um, I think some of my favorite moments are uh, when I'm just sort of find myself on stage with other ridiculous musicians and I just get to be close to it all. Like like Fiona Apple uh, singing with Benmont Tench and I just get to sort of be here and, and see it. Or John Bryan playing and even just being on the sidelines, getting to see that. Um, uh, just getting to be, be close to it. The community is, I think, my, my favorite part of it. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a great space and thank you for sharing it with us. Sarah Watkins, everybody. This is Wits coming to you from Largo at the Coronet in Los Angeles. I'm John Moe with guests Ed Helms, Zach Galifianakis, Anna Kendrick, Sarah Watkins, and Dan Wilson. We'll be back in a moment. This is Wits. I'm John Moe, here with comedians and actors Ed Helms, Anna Kendrick, Zach Galifianakis, and singer-songwriters Sarah Watkins and Dan Wilson. <laughs> Pop Song Correspondences. An invitation to Joni Mitchell. Dear Miss Mitchell, I would like to invite you to perform at the opening night gala of Paradise Park Resort. This place is gonna be beautiful with so many attractions. It might give you ideas for new songs. Save paradise, put up a parking lot. When we first acquired the Paradise Wetlands, it was a mess. Rabbits and deer running all over, a babbling brook, rainbows. You couldn't drive on it at all. Every time you tried to walk across a meadow, forest creatures would nuzzle you. We paved the crap out of the thing. We still see rabbits once in a while, but that's what the leg traps and acid bats are for. They took all the trees and put them in a tree museum. And they charged all the people a dollar and a half just to see them. Yeah, our path to opening the tree museum has not been smooth. First, we had to gather all the trees in the world, and then we had to put them into the museum, which brought to light a massive design flaw. The ceiling was only 30 feet high, so we had to tear it down and reconstruct an entire new building, which soars hundreds of feet into the air. 
Why couldn't we have just cut the trees up? Well, then it would have been a log museum and can't have that. You might ask, why not leave the trees in the forest? We can't make money that way, you see. I guess the whole thing could have worked if we hadn't already pledged to keep the price of admission low. We vowed to charge the people a dollar and a half just to see the trees, and we're now hundreds of millions of dollars in debt. We've had other problems as well. With a pink hotel, boutique, and a swinging hot spot. The pink hotel is okay, it's uh, kind of weird looking. The swinging hot spot, however, is a disaster. Large building, heated to 112 degrees. Inside, playground swings, so you can relive childhood memories while sweating away the pounds. Thing is, the, the seats got so sweaty that people were flung from the seats and smashed into walls, resulting in deaths and lawsuits. Here also, I wish we hadn't committed to that dollar and a half price point with admission. We're in a lot of trouble. Hey, farmer, farmer, put away the DDT now. Give me spots on my apples, believe me, the birds and the bees. At the boutique, people can buy spotless apples slathered in DDT in order to prevent infestations by any of the birds or bees who survived the paving mentioned earlier. Miss Mitchell, I've been told that you are something of an ecology freak and may have some objections to what we've done. I want you to know I understand. I also want you to know that you must perform anyway. Late last night, I heard the screen door slam. And a big yellow taxi took away my old man. Oh, that was no taxi, that was us. We entered your home, we grabbed some old man that we found there, and we slammed the screen door behind us, you know, for emphasis, and we're holding him in a locked cell. Sing at our opening night gala, we might let him go. We'll send the big yellow taxi to pick you up. Think about it, hippie. Sincerely, Paris Freeman, Paradise Development Corporation. Don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you've got till it's gone? Pave paradise and put up a parking lot. Sarah Watkins as Joni Mitchell there. Support for Wits comes from the new book by Ed Asner, Tommy Lee Jones, and Wilford Brimley, How to Look Roughly the Same Age for the Past 40 Years. <laughs> Additional funding provided by the Tourism Board for the City of Los Angeles. Ever want to see a city with twice as many small dogs as humans? Visit Los Angeles. Support also comes from caffeine-free Diet Coke, the beverage of choice when your life has become some sort of sick, weird charade. <laughs> Zach Galifianakis is a comedian who appeared in the Comedians of Comedy Tour. He's hosted Saturday Night Live. He starred in the Hangover Trilogy. And of course, he hosts Between Two Ferns with Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> Zach Galifianakis, welcome to Wits. Thank you, John. Thank you for having me. Um, I mentioned a few of these things you've acted in, uh, and you've done so much comedy, but what do you hope to be as an actor? Hmm. Well, John, you know, when I started in theater, <laughs> I 
Yale Drama School if you read my Wikipedia page. <laughs> what you learn on the stage and what you want to be... Whoops. <laughs> uh, okay, sorry. Um, what, what was the question again? <laughs> what do you hope to be as an actor? Uh, I just, uh, you want to, you want to, uh, I don't know. Uh, you want to, uh, you want to inspire, uh, you want to get paid. So you hope to be a, a check recipient. Look, I don't have a lot of skills in life, so, uh, this is what I ended up doing, so. It's what, what I can do, maybe. To make the best of it. Make the best of it, I don't have, Get uh, through the day. Get through the day, vomit out my lines. And uh, get on with my sad, pathetic life. <laughs> Zach Galifianakis, everybody. <laughs> and now the Wits Lightning Round. Short questions, short answers, big fun. Zach Galifianakis, what is your favorite mispronunciation of your last name? Uh, I got this in high school, but I don't think it was mispronunciation. I think that was on purpose. I don't, I don't know if it's good for this station or for the radio, but I'll say it, and then I have, a, I have like 12. Okay. Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Ed Helms, in terms and of... And that was from the bus driver. <laughs> Ed Helms, in terms of percentage, how similar are you to your office character, Andy Bernard? Uh, 72%. <laughs> Anna Kendrick, are you lower. socially awkward? Obviously. <laughs> Dan Wilson, having worked with Adele, Taylor Swift, and Josh Groban, which could make the leap to death metal vocalist easiest? Josh could totally do it. Ed, between your Hangover co-stars Bradley Cooper and Zach Galifianakis, who do you like better? <laughs> Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Zach, does that sound about right? Uh, what were the names again? Uh, <laughs> Sarah, how much more popular should bluegrass be? No, not, not much, not much. <laughs> Ed Helms, how much more popular should bluegrass be? Uh, a little. Anna, you were nominated for a Tony when you were 12. Were you totally stuck up at school from that point on? Yeah, I was a total b <laughs> <laughs> Dan, you're from Minnesota. What's the difference between Minnesotans and Californians? Um, the Minnesotans are really shy and passive-aggressive, and the people from California are really kind of shiny and sleek and passive-aggressive. <laughs> Ed, dogs or cats? Dogs. Sarah, bats or crows? Bats. Zach, which of the 50 states should we sell? That's easy. Uh... Got to get rid of Rhode Island. Got to get rid of uh, Texas. Got to get rid of... Uh... No, only one. Oh. No, I have a lot of them, though. Okay. Ed, which... Florida. <laughs> Nobody... Florida? Ed, which European nation should we stick in that hole in Florida once we sell Florida? Portugal. <laughs> Seems like a good fit. Dan, regular fries, curly fries, or waffle fries? Um... Regular fries, yeah. Oh. <laughs> you have just heard the most Minnesota answer to a question ever. <laughs> if, you, if you're having them. 
Okay, sure. <laughs> it's, you know, no biggie. Sarah, what is your most prized possession? Uh, my fiddle. Zach, if you were a superhero, what would your superpower be? Uh, walk on water. <laughs> kind of trumps everything else. And that's the Wits Lightning Round. Gargle Family Casino, come do a thing with us. Hello, I'm Beckany Gargle. And I'm Jimothy Gargle, your brother. The Gargle Family Casino is no longer operational in our old house, or the lawn, or the woods, or atop the police station. Because we have a the all-new Gargle Family Casino. And I'd like to introduce you to the CEO of Caesars Entertainment Corporation, Gary Loveman. Once I tried Beckany and Jimothy's games like jump off that tree, bag o' badgers, and kick some guy, I was hooked. <laughs> I sprung them from prison, and we got this place up and running. We've been open a week now and are incredibly successful. We're pretty surprised about that. They built me a small wood-paneled enclosure so I can roam around the floor and feel secure. And we still got Ed Helms. He's free to go, but he won't. I'm stationed in the middle of the casino floor getting more foot rubs from Ferret. And I tell jokes if I can. I have hired a 1,000 Ferret impersonators to give foot rubs to everyone and 10,000 real Ferrets to run around the floor to remind you of the 1,000 guys named Ferret. Everyone loves it. I can't believe we were right about everything. We'll see you here. Gargle Family Casino, come do a thing with us. Anna Kendrick as Beckany, Zach Galifianakis as Ferret, Ed Helms as Ed Helms, Dan Wilson as Gary, and me as Jimothy. Folks, our musicians this week are in a pickle. Won't you please help them out? It's the Wits Sing Along. Largo, up on your feet. One, two, three, four. Some bright morning when this life is over, I'll fly away. Like a bird from these prison walls that float, I'll fly away. When the shadows of this life have gone I'll fly away Like a bird from these prison walls I'll fly I'll fly away
A lot of people help make Wits happen, thanks to our broadcast engineers, Corey Schreppel and Johnny Vince Evans, our coordinating producer, Hans Buto, our interns, Jillian Jacob and Sam Siegel, our stage manager, Tom Campbell, and Ali Lozoff. Wits is written by me and Ben Acker, Wendy Molyneux and Jeff Drake, Lauren McGuire, and Mike Fotis. We're joined this week by our music director, John Munson. Thanks to comedians and actors, Zach Galifianakis, Ed Helms, Anna Kendrick, and singer-songwriters, Sarah Watkins and Dan Wilson. Wits came to you this week from Largo at the Coronet in Los Angeles. Special thanks to Largo and the team there, Flanny, Alec, West, Lincoln, as well as KPCC, especially John Cohn. We're on Twitter at Wits, on Facebook, just look for us, and on the World Wide Web at witsradio.org. You can get information there on past and future shows. You can sign up for the Wits newsletter. All of our shows are podcasts on iTunes. Check us out, rate us, write a review if you could. Our executive producer is Peter Clowney, which was created by our head of live events, Tony Boll, senior producer Larissa Anderson, and me. I'm John Moe. Bye now.